0: Welcome to Staying On Point with Joey, where we speak on topics that affect our spiritual growth while using biblical verses and resources to help us stay on point. Let's go. What's going on, everybody? Uh, it's Joey uh, with your podcast, Staying On Point. I pray that I, everything is well and all is going good in the midst of this Um Pandemic transition shift um, change of this world. Uh, so once again, like I said, shout out to all of you who are um, following me, all of you who are following this podcast, all of you who are taking out their time to um, to just to just listen. You know, uh, I do want to apologize uh, with uh, the goal was to do one every week. And it has not been working out uh, the way that I expected it to. And I do apologize. Um, I think that's one of the reasons why a lot of people have stopped listening or tuning in. Uh, It's very inconsistent and I don't blame you. So once again, I apologize. Um, But thank you if you stopped listening to this. Um, Thank you for the time that you have took out in the beginning uh, blessings for you the family and everybody else that uh, uh, surrounds you so we're talking we've been talking about different topics I think the last time that we talked we were talking about frustration we're talking about how frustration eats all of us up somehow in some way um, how all of us experience frustration whether we be with a situation a circumstance an action an event um, et cetera, et cetera, Each and every single one of us don't matter what the age is. We, <laughs> we can get frustrated because we got picked last on the, on the, on the playground. You know, whether it be to play tag, basketball, football, whatever. Uh, some of us get frustrated because the person that we wanted to be our mate is with another person. <laughs> we get frustrated that somebody else uh, was brave enough to to ask them out and and you wanted to, but you didn't, because you didn't, they're gone. Um, We get frustrated when we go and we desire a certain type of food. (laughs) And that's the one food that they ran out of. Um, We get frustrated when we order something because it was good the first time, and the second time we ordered it, it was horrific. Frustration comes, frustration goes. No matter who you are, frustration can eat you up alive and make you live a life that is not healthy and is not intended for you. So today I wanted to talk a little bit about something similar, something similar uh, to to the chaos that we dealing with here in the United States and around the world. Uh, here in the United States, we, we've had a couple of interesting weeks with the presidency, with the shift of presidential candidates, um, with the government in itself. Uh, we, we were seeing that a lot of us are tired. A lot of us are tired of being sick and tired. <laughs> a lot of us are reacting. A lot of us are going into drugs, going into alcohol. Uh, going into uh, sexual uh, defamation and sexual situations where it makes us feel good and forget about the problems uh, for however long it lasts, you know. And and I know for well that each one of us has a vice, each one of us has a weakness, each one of us has a breaking point. And so when you get to that breaking point, some of us actually get there because we've tried and tried and tried and tried, and we just got tired of trying. Listen, I, I'm not no doctor, and I'm not perfect. I do not blame you, and I would not blame you. Now, I'm not saying that you tried for a week and then you gave up. No, you got to put in your due time for something like that. I'm talking about if if you tried plenty of times to forgive somebody or to talk to somebody or to reach out to somebody uh to change to to make better whatever whatever the case may be you get tired of it you get tired and as christians or non-christians we also have many reasons of getting to this point and i truly believe that we're at this point with all the stuff that's going on in this world today We are at a point that we've reached our breaking point. We don't wear our masks. Um, We don't wear our masks when um, we go outside. Why? Because we're tired of it. Uh, We see people dying every day. um, And then people, you know, just like, well, what good is it to having a mask if if it's still going to continue? If it's still going to get to a point where we are literally straight up seeing in the news that there's over two hundred fifty thousand deaths. We hear sirens like this every day. You know, um, we we just get tired. You know, some of us stop going out because we're fearful, but we. We might get to that breaking point where we're like, we're tired of being home, whatever. It's whatever. We're going to go outside. If we get it, we get it. Some people have lost a loved one today as we're speaking. Somebody's actually losing someone today. Somebody's getting hospitalized. So we just get tired. We get tired of of listening to, to people. Some of us, some of you may be even listening to people like myself that always talk a quote-unquote good game and, you know, this and that, and, you know, but frustration blocks whatever is coming from the word. So today I wanted to share with you a verse and to see what you thought. I'm going to give you my insight and see how we can put it in the, the perspective of what we're going through right now. So it's in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 16 to 18. Here we can see that the Apostle Paul was dealing with a situation with Christians in the city of Corinth. And Corinth, uh, I believe, it was a, a city in the coast. It was a port city, which signifies that it was really, really um, vital in those uh, in those days. Uh, you know, a city, a city with uh, a port, you know, could get you know stuff on boats. You know whether it be jewelry, I'm uh, not jewelry, uh, perfume. Uh, you know silk, whatever the case may be. Whenever you have a, a city where it was by the port, everything had to come in through there. And so you were the first. You were the you were the people that had first dibs on everything that came through. And so when you look at it from this point of view. Uh, he was on his second mission trip, you know, uh, second missionary journey, okay? Um, Here, uh, it's, you know, it's basically said he spent about 18 months. Now, we're living in the city that we're living in for however long we've been, and some of us are tired of it. Well, he was here in, in Corinth for about 18 months, and when you're living somewhere Take take your life for example, when you live where you're at for a certain amount of time, you start seeing things, how things run. At first, you know you move. Uh, I recently made a big move, and and I and I moved away from where I was living at basically all my life, and you start walking on eggshells because it's a new it's a new area, it's it's a a new territory, um, it's a new beginning. But you walk on eggshells because you don't know where to go. You don't know what to say. You don't know who to talk to. You know, you don't know all that stuff. But as you, as days go by and you put yourself out there and you start realizing how things flow, how things, you know, uh, are run, how people act, how people talk, how people, you know, uh, maneuver themselves, you end up becoming adjusted. You become a, 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 an adaptation to 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 what's around you. And it's the same thing with Paul. Paul was there for 18 months, so it gave him time to adapt to his surroundings the second time around. So he says to them, therefore, we do not lose heart, even though our outward man is perishing, yet the inward man is being renewed day by day. For our light affliction, which is but for a moment, is working for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. While we do not look at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are temporary, but the things which are not seen are eternal. So when you when you see these verses and you hear these verses, you know, you start realizing that we're not the only ones that have been tired, have been sick and tired of being sick and tired, are tired of trying, are tired of being the good person, are tired of doing things the right way. He's told these Christians in Corinth, uh, listen, don't you, you can't lose heart. We, we can't lose heart. Now, I, I, I'm speaking this because the simple fact that I want you to understand for you to get to this point, you need to know, have a relationship with God. You can't just know him because when you have a relationship with God, you start to realize the concept and accept the concept of what we're trying to talk to, where he says we do not lose heart, even though our outward man is perishing. Listen, you and I get older every day. We're not getting any younger. So if you're 21, by next year, you're going to be 22. And some of us are living in neighborhoods where we might not even make it, where there's 22-year-olds not even making it to 23, okay? But either way you look at it, you don't go backwards. You know what I'm saying? You go from 18 to 19, 19 to 20. It's it's common math, it's common sense. So as the outward man, as your flesh, as your body starts to ail, as your body starts to age, things starts changing. Your heart, uh, your lungs, your mind, your bones, your hands, your, your skin even starts to sag if you're not careful. You see what I'm saying? So your outward man is going to perish regardless of what you do. You can go to the gym and you can be buff and you can look good and you know you can have a, 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 a firm body or whatever else the case may be, but it's still getting old. It's still, you may look young, but you're still old. You're still going to get to that age. So he's saying, listen, I understand. I understand that it's not easy for you not to lose heart. But if you don't, okay, it helps when you stop worrying and stop being concerned about your physical body. Now, I'm going to stop there and I'm going to rephrase it for some because some people are like, oh, well, Joey, come on now, man, you got to take care of your body. Yes, I'm saying to take care of your body. There's nothing wrong with taking care of your body. There's nothing wrong with going to the gym, of doing home workouts, of taking vitamins. I understand that. What I'm saying is that he's telling these people that have converted over to Christianity, listen, don't lose heart. You're not going to be perfect. You're only starting to become Christians, okay? Okay. This flesh that you're living in is going to consistently want to sin. It's what it's meant to do. Like it's it's flesh. Flesh is going to do what it wants to do. And, and he's telling them, listen, I know that you're tired of, of feeling bad, tired of feeling guilty, tired of feeling like you're not good enough. I get it. But you, you should not lose heart. We don't lose heart. He's telling them when he says we, he's talking about himself and the other apostles and the other disciples he's saying we don't lose heart. But he's also making it a plural. He's basically saying, We, me and you, we believers in Christ, we don't, we don't lose heart. So if you're listening to this and you're not a believer in Christ, I'm offering you Christ right through this podcast. And it's free. It's a free gift. You 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 need to have Christ in your life for you to understand what we're talking about today. You can have an open mind and you can say, wow, that was pretty nice, that was pretty deep, but it makes no impact if you don't have a relationship with the person who's going to make you brand new every day in the first place. Your outward man is perishing, yet the inward man is being renewed day by day. It makes no sense to many people because the simple fact that they're looking at their physical body but failing to realize that their inward man, which is their spirit, is renewed day by day. Now, I'm not saying it's everybody's spirit, because once again, for your spirit to be renewed and for you to be rejoiceful that your spirit is being renewed, you have to have a relationship with Christ. If you don't have a relationship with Christ, none of this stuff makes sense. This is going to sound like mumbo jumbo, you know, but at the end of the day, you may not want to get closer to Christ because you got sick and tired of People fronting of people being fake of pastors uh, you know doing things behind everybody's back of being hypocrites of, of Christians talking about you and judging you I get it you have your reasons and you have your justifications and you have your excuses of why you do what you do I get it but what I'm telling you is that there's an opportunity for you to change it around the only reason why you, it's hard for anybody, okay, including myself, to do it sometimes is because we're not believing that we can be changed. We, because why? Because we got sick and tired of it. Listen, I'm not going to sit here and lie to you. I get sick and tired of people's garbage. I really do. I get sick and tired of people's attitude. I get sick and tired of people's, um, hey man, just, just carry, just like the way that they, they carry themselves. You know, everybody got to be scared of them. Or you have people that you know they're the only drivers on the road, or their kids are, are are you know saints when in reality they're they're devils, man. You know, I get it. I get sick and tired of people looking at you up and down, or people looking at you like you're supposed to be scared. I get tired of that. I get tired of the arrogance. I get tired of the ignorance. I get tired of the stankness. I get everything of the essenceness. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I get it. I get sick and tired, but I have to realize I need to be careful because when I get sick and tired, I end up doing what my flesh wants to do. And if I end up doing what my flesh wants to do, I end up doing uh, something, okay, that I'm going to regret. Why? Because the flesh means nothing in a spiritual sense. Okay. It's not going to do you any good. Because the flesh perishes. The outside man flourish, perishes. So if we continue to do what we're doing, we're going to continue getting sick and tired. And as we get continue getting sick and tired, we're just going to waste away. Haven't you noticed that there's like 30-year-olds looking like 80-year-olds? You know, uh, you got you got 20-year-olds looking like they're 35. Because they're sick and tired. Maybe they had a rough life. Maybe they had a rough childhood. You know, people get sick and tired, but he's telling these, these, these Christians, these new Christians, listen, I get it. Y'all, I get it. What I'm trying to tell you is we can't lose heart. We disciples, we, we do not lose heart because we realize that whatever we're going through on the outside is nothing compared to what is going to be happening and what is happening on the inside. When we are with Christ, he says for our light affliction, look at that. For our light affliction. Now, you and I may be going through some serious stuff. But my opinion, my personal opinion, is we haven't gone through anything, anything close to what these disciples went through. Let me give you a perfect example. Paul was shipwrecked. You know what that is? You're in a boat in the middle of nowhere, big old storm, and ship literally wrecked. Wrecked. In the middle of the sea, what would you do in the middle of the sea or close to the shore, but you don't know where you're at and, and the ship wrecked? You got to swim as fast as you can, if not, you're gonna drown. He was beaten for goodness sake, he was flogged just because he was preaching. Now, that's flogged is basically taking a stick, man, and beating you down. You know what I'm saying? like. Those, those. He was in jail. He was incarcerated. He was in chains. And it wasn't like the jails now. Nah, it wasn't no eight by eight. This thing was a a cave with bars. You know what I'm saying? Like he went through it and he's basically saying, I know, I know what it's like, but I do not lose my heart because I realized that my outside man may be perishing, but my inside. My soul is being renewed every day because I have Christ with me. And the reason why I have Christ with me, I can see it from this perspective that my light affliction, whatever I go through, it's only going to be for a moment. It only lasts from a certain amount to a certain amount. It doesn't last forever. Ladies and gentlemen, our affliction will not last forever. Now it may last for a while, but it will not last forever. And if by any chance it does last forever in your world, okay? It's because we got sick and tired and we just keep running that in our minds, in our minds, and it runs us to our grave. It stays with us forever because we allow it. But when we're, we finally let go and we're able to kind of say, hey, listen, you know what? I'm going through this, but I have faith and I'm confident that it's only going to last a certain amount. It may last a year. It may last two years. Heck, it might even last 10 years, but it is not the end of you. It is not the end of you. He's basically saying why? Because it's only for a moment, right? And what is working far more exceedingly is working for us. And it's an eternal weight of glory. So whatever you're going through now is temporary, but what you're going through now is eventually going to be being used for eternal weight of glory. So in other words, let me put it this way. What is is waiting for you, okay, in the long run is, is so much more than what you're going through right now. Come on now. So but you have to you have to realize and you have to get it. Yeah, you can get sick and tired. Yeah, you're allowed to have that. But it's a problem when we allow those emotions to get the best of us where it limits us from becoming what God wants us to be. I get listen, I guess I get sick and tired of all this stuff. I don't even watch the news. I get tired of hearing it. People sending me links and, and so on and so forth. And people and Facebook and Instagram and a whole bunch of social media. Like, man, just turn it off, would you? Turn it up because all it does is makes people angry, it makes people fearful. And 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 sometimes I feel like that's what people want. You know, you get sick and tired. And he's basically saying this, this is nothing compared to what is, is going to be happening to us. And it's going to be for the good. He said, while well, we do not look at the things which are seen. So it's things that we have to do. You can't look at the things that are happening now. Okay, because the things, he says it right here, for the things which are seen are temporary. They're only going to last. Listen, I know COVID is, is running amok. I get it. I, I, I see, what is it? I think it's like up to this date uh, is over 250,000 deaths. The hospitals are getting filled up that they don't even know what to do with them. You know what I'm saying? Like, I get it. This is no joke. okay. But when you see it every day, and that's all they report on, they never, they don't, they don't ever show. And somebody told me it's because of ratings, and that's a damn shame. But they never really take it a, a whole, a whole day, a whole episode to say, listen, I know that there's over two hundred fifty thousand deaths of COVID, but there's over five hundred thousand cases that they've lived and they're and they're they're doing well now. Nobody does that. None of the news factor does that. Why? Because if it's for ratings, they're going to do what's best for them. And we get sick and tired of hearing the negativity all the time. And when they don't report on it, we don't get to see it. We don't get to hear it. And when we don't get to see it and hear it, we're just basically like, you know what? Forget this. I'm just going to do me because at the end of the day, you know, I'm going to get it anyways. You only reach that point because you get sick and tired of being sick and tired. So ladies and gentlemen, I, I really want to be able to let y'all know, listen, I, I'm trying to encourage somebody today, okay? My my goal and one of my sayings is that my desire is that everyone, everyone that listens to this podcast puts into practice and receives from it, okay? Okay? practice it and receives from it. But the reality is, okay, but the reality is, is that not everyone is going to do so. Not everyone is going to press play. Not everyone is going to accept it. Not everyone is writing notes. There's a lot of people who press play and in two minutes, if it didn't intrigue them, pow, they turned it off. I get it. I'm not gonna sit here and control anybody, but even if I reach one, if you're that one that continues to look for this podcast and press play and actually is edified and actually has been able to cry out to God and able to say, you know what, God, this is how I feel. I feel this, 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 and this, and this. I feel this is my iceberg. I'm frustrated about this. I'm ticked off about that. I'm sad about this. I I, I don't believe you and do and you're being honest and you're being open. I'm doing this for you. God loves you that much that he put it in my heart to do this podcast. I don't expect to be famous. Now, I'm not going to sit here and lie to you. If I do get famous because of this, hey, I'll take it in. But I didn't do that with that intention. I didn't do it with having 10,000 followers. Like I said, although that would be nice. But if I would have done it with that intention, I would have given up. And I see my analytics on on here on this podcast. And I literally have lost every single one. Except for two. Use two, whoever you are, are the reason why I'm doing this podcast. And if there's two more, then they're the reasons why I'm doing it. whoever is listening to this, God wants you to know. That he loves you and he wants you to be able to get closer to him. But you got to stop looking at what's happening around you and, and, and on the outside and start looking and focus on what's happening inside of you. Yes, there's chaos on the outside. But there's chaos on your inside as well. And Paul is basically saying, Paul is basically saying, listen, at the end of the day, I want you to understand Don't lose heart. I know you're perishing. I know you're suffering. I know you want to cry out. I know you've given up. I know you're you're sick and tired of being sick and tired. But I want you to know that if, when you and I have a relationship with Christ and when you and I accepted him, and when you do that, your spirit, your inside man becomes renewed every day. Ladies and gentlemen, or lady and gentlemen, or gentlemen and gentlemen, or lady and lady, Whoever you few are, this is for you. God is telling you tonight, the things that you are going through are nothing compared to the glory that is coming. But it's only going to happen if you believe in Christ, if you've accepted him, if you've repented and you have a relationship with him. If you don't, ladies and gentlemen, this, this is nonsense to you. But for you two or three that are listening, you got this we, 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 You're going to make it, but you got to put your effort in. If you don't put your effort in, you won't see nothing come out. And it's the same thing with everything else. You don't get a college degree just because you drive by a, a college every day for four years. You only get a college degree when what? When you put the effort of applying to that college, going to that school for four years, you don't get one by driving by it every day for four years. You do it by making an effort of being there present and working your tail off for something that you believe is worth it. Isn't your salvation worth it? Isn't God worth it? He gave his son for you and for me. What is he saying by that? he's saying, you're worth it. I'm worth it. How are we not going to give him what he deserves? So ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters, listen, it's normal for you to get sick and tired, but I want to encourage you today that even though you are sick and tired, if you stay with it, if you hang in there and you have a relationship with Christ, It's nothing compared to the glory that will be appearing in your life, on your life, and through your life in the days to come. God bless you and do your best this week to stay on point. Happy Thanksgiving. Be blessed. Take care. Tune in next week to staying on point with Joey. Enjoy the rest of the week and God bless you all.